It is late noon, and if you thought that we talked about bias in the media, or if you thought we talked about bow dangling in politics, enough, just wait and see. Hi guys, my name's Stuart Brisgell, that's David Solomon. We're bringing you an unfiltered, uncensored conversation on a wide range of topics. Share experiences, ideas, and hear from a variety of perspective, and always guaranteeing you an honest perspective. Join us as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, and politics, and so much more. Rants about absurdity to modern life. Really? Absurdity? Lots. Or the discussion of deeper issues affecting society. That's mostly David. He gets deep on topics. Anyway, sit back and relax and enjoy us. We've got you. This is Monday, noon Eastern, and you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Anyways, David, you know, we were just talking moments ago about lots of hypocrisy. Well, it sounds like every other rant. We've been talking about bias in the media. Sounds like every single episode is bias in the media. We sound like a bunch of red-nosed hillbillies, but when the left seems to do it, it seems like there's so much more sincerity, so much more honesty, so much more sincerity. I want to uh, puke, David. <laughs> Stuart, I got to tell you, it's, it's incredible how I'm sitting here today. Your capital in D.C. And I've spent the weekend with a lot of Americans. And it's fascinating that still to a certain age, even to actually any age, the source of their information still comes from media, whether it's generated through social media, traditional media. It doesn't matter. They're quoting CNN. They're quoting MSNBC, the Washington Post, God help us. You know, every paper like you could imagine. And it's like if you give the inclination that you're favoring anybody on the Republican. First question they ask you is Trump. The first question they go to is, how could you support a party with Trump? And on and on and on. And they spew the words and the rhetoric, <clears throat> pardon me, coming from these media. And it's interesting because the National Post will give a Canadian paper, which is as close to center in Canada as you can find, still left-leaning, but still as close to center as you can find. Uh, applause to J.D. Chusil or Chuchil, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Asking the question, are journalists really supposed to ignore you know, their biases, you know, Donald Trump has a real chance of winning the White House. Again, let's be realistic right now, even though he's walked into court and all that kind of stuff. He's on the ballot. In the next two months, we'll find out whether or not he can get there. But the question is, this: what is the position of the media? Now, he to, to seal quotes, uh, Christiana Mapur, whom they refer to as a CNN icon. I refer to her as a CNN anti-Semite because she says, quote, we have to be truthful not neutral. She says, I would make sure that you don't just give a platform to those who survive on hate speech to those who want to crash down the Constitution and democracy. Basically, what she says is it's not about facts. <clears throat> it's about supposedly delivering the truth. But whose truth? Stuart, whose truth are we talking about here? And I think that this is the problem I have with, with, with a statement like that, because journalists truly believe that their truth is the truth and therefore nothing but the truth. And that everything else that is spewed out there is hate speech. Everything out there is falsehood. Now, 
you and I, you've talked about Walter Cronkite ad nauseum, and I'm going to cut you, but I don't want to hear about Walter again or any of the old-time journalists, because even they had a certain bias, but it wasn't so obvious. And today, in opinion news, that's all we get. It's all we get. Even the way they handle this dumb, dumb Democrat who will pull the fire alarm to want to, he claimed he needed to get to the vote and he was in such a rush that the doors are usually open. He pulled the fire alarm thinking it opens the doors because the word fire alarm is written on the damn thing. And the left says it was a mistake. And the right says he was trying to stall the vote this past weekend to make the GOP look bad. Again, what are the facts? There are no facts in media today, Stuart. And the biases that you're seeing today again and again perpetuate the hate, the hate speech that Amanpour, a known anti, like she's just an anti. But to her, that's the truth where media is supposed to be neutral. Her truth matters. Stuart, Dear, what's the I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote Martin Luther King. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Ooh. Hate cannot drive Ooh. out hate. Only love can do that. Mm. Now, listen, Martin Luther King was a prolific guy of the 1960s. Let's be honest. He walked around, not that I'm a black man, I'm a man. Anapur walks around with a sign saying, I'm an anti-Semite. We know this. 40 years in media and can't stop talking about what she thinks is the truth. And you know what? Maybe she really does believe it's truth because she's a brainwashed puppet. And, and you know what? She can't think for herself. Therefore, she fits right on into that club. And you know, when they talk about anti-Semites, they're racist. Well, you know, they're just racist, David. They hate everyone but the people like themselves. That's a racist. And you want to know something? They're racist on the Republican side. They're racist on the Democratic side. But bottom line is the work of the people isn't being done because of personal bias. And that's where lies the problem in D.C. That's where lies Anna Boer's problem because she precipitates by saying these are facts when they're just opinions, facts of what she believes, not of what actually occurred. AOC's got that problem. Talib's got that problem. Man, even guys that don't even know their name don't have that problem. What happened today or in the last couple of days with this theoretical shutdown was classic bipolar politics. Let's get the budget for the stopgap and let's then continue by taking the problem, the Ukraine, and adding another problem, the border, trying to force their opponent into doing what's right for this country, the people's work. Because if you think there's not a border problem, you are a turtle or a moron. You can't believe the media. That's what we've been trying to say for three years. The media is full of malarkey for the most part. And yes, I bring up Walter Concrete. And you know what? Cronkite. (laughs) Cronkite, sorry. Concrete. It's concrete. Anyways, he had lots of, you know, issues. He also wasn't the most stellar guy on all topics. But his morals were, as a journalist, First and foremost, where he gave you the facts and then told you his opinion of those facts. Anapur just says her facts, which are her opinions. The whole news and media 
has gotten washed into TikTok. Well, and that's but, all it really is. Look, but you know, Stuart, you, you know, and, and the, the article that I was quoting here was talking about, so how do we handle Donald Trump? And it's fascinating. You don't because, handle Donald Trump, but on, that's the problem. But, but, but that's the but thing. That's their problem. How do but, I handle Donald Trump? Is an oxymoron by but definition. This is, but this is what they're saying here. They're saying they don't want to interview him because he's a dishonest candidate. And I'm thinking, excuse me, have you met an honest candidate? Yeah. Like, the lot yes, we know. 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 But you're leaving it to the media to decide our moral compass. The media has no right anymore. They forfeited their right to be our moral compass anymore. I don't want to hear it. I'm tired of this journalism school you know, attitude that we deliver the truth and the truth is what, you know, what we deliver. And are you got to be kidding me? I mean, how is it that journalists can literally ignore the leading candidate to be the next president of the United States. Time Magazine Magazine came out with a 10-point thing not to do in the office. Don't engage in battle about Donald Trump. Do nothing to challenge his winning status. Document everything. If necessary, find a new job. And it goes on and on. Oh, but Stuart, wait, but but you know, but but here's the beautiful thing, right? So the GOP had their, their, you know, the debate last week and of course what were they doing the cnn people and the msnbc fact checking because when the gop speaks you need a fact checker but where are the fact checkers last week at the biden inquiry on all the democrats who spewed lies who talked about the government shutdown in the biden inquiry as if it was fact we talked about that last week. Where's the media today to dis- to debunk the Democrats who said that Ukraine should be part of the government, should not, you know, should be in the budget with the respect to the government shutdown? Your country can't afford to pay Jack, but we're going to send billions of dollars to the Ukraine. It should all be part of one big budget, guys. I am absolutely amazed that nobody challenges or hardly anyone challenges the intelligentsia or lack thereof on the Democratic side. The challenge on the right is unbelievable. The moment a Republican moves their lips, fact checkers are going crazy where to debunk the statements. You know, when last week in the inquiry, they said there are no, there is no, there's nothing that leads Joe Biden or Hunter Biden to any crime. In what freaking world are you living in? But this is what the media has done. And the reason I'm like agitated today and really pissed off is when I read the I read the Washington Post over the weekend, and I I swear to God, I jumped into, I don't know, the Twilight Zone. There's no there's like no understanding here. There's this whole thing that DC is simply there's like there's no crime in DC. There's no problems in DC. What are you talking about? I walk the streets of DC. People here are telling me, be careful, watch it. Crime. This don't go to this area. Don't go here. More murders than anywhere. Like, that one of the highest murder rates in the country. Da 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 da. But the, don't don't tell that to the left media. This is the no, problem. No 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 no. Don't tell it to the left media. No no. Don't let the left media or right media talk about it anywhere. Silence people who want to give the facts. David, you know, listen, 
you're in D.C., you're in the swampland, and I got to tell you, I live in Florida. We used to be the swampland. But for whatever reason, we drained the swamp here in Florida and built a city called Weston, right, off our Vida Parkway. You know, what are we going to do with D.C.? Forget about D.C. This is a great quote. Okay, this is like um, the Knight Foundation Gallup poll reported in February that only 26% of Americans, imagine one in four, have a favorable opinion of the news media. The lowest level has been recorded in the past five years, and 53% hold a strongly unfavorable view. You know, it's unbelievable. Democrats, unsurprisingly, Democrats express significantly more trust in news organizations than Republicans because of the corrosive mindset. This is what's happened. So if you were on the left, if you're a Democrat, you think the media is good. You see, it's it's like take any poll and you'll see that the people do not trust the media. It is absolutely biased. It's getting worse. And where are people like you and me looking for news today? I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe they're in Indianapolis. Guys, on that note, let's wrap it up for today's episode, David. Join us Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. Doesn't matter where we are, because look, David's like, you know, looking at a beautiful curtain wearing his Mickey Mouse ears. You know, and thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this valuable insight of a conversation that we call a conversation. We appreciate your support. And hope you'll join us next time for another thought-provoking conversation. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to join us on our podcast, whether they're on Spotify, whether Facebook is allowing them to be published that day, on YouTube. How about our groovy website that David spent months trying to get organized? I mean, we got to applaud David. All right, guys, time to wrap it up. David, last words before I end this broadcast for today. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Looking forward to being back in Montreal for Wednesday's rant.